welcome to this bonus episode of The Commons, a podcast featuring researchers, innovators, artists, entrepreneurs, and community leaders who are improving the human condition in your own backyard and across the globe. I'm your host, Tom Osha. As part of the Bio-International Conference taking place this week, as a virtual set of webinars and video meetings, the Commons interviewed several members of the Phoenix Bioecosystem to learn more about the research, resources, and opportunities taking place in this rapidly emerging life science and biotechnology ecosystem. Sparking collaboration is the purpose of the Phoenix Bioindustry Ecosystem. Phoenix, Arizona, where each day is a relentless pursuit of cures. From discovery to delivery, join Phoenix companies and the leading edge of personalized medicine. Come to a young, vibrant community in an environment where ideas thrive. With a lack of barriers to enter the market, America's fastest growing population, and an entrepreneurial pioneer spirit, this is the place for rising to success. Join Translational Genomics Research Institute, three research universities, and world-class bioscientists in the Phoenix Biomedical Campus. Located in dynamic downtown Phoenix, home to Wexford Science and Technologies Collaboration Design Bioscience Research Building, the Center for Entrepreneurial Innovation and Unlimited Opportunities. Learn more at phoenix.gov slash econdev slash bio. While universities historically have been important contributors to the economic vitality of their cities and regions, often as one of the area's largest and most stable employers, they have frequently taken a passive role in economic development activities. Beyond the obvious, producing an educated and talented workforce or conducting the occasional impact study or inclusion on regional boards, universities have mostly remained focused within the walls of their own campuses. That dynamic radically changed when Michael Crow became president of Arizona State University in 2002, and the institution began to utilize its scholarship, research, artistic performance, intellectual capital, innovation, and infrastructure to become an active leader in economic development efforts, particularly those aimed at revitalizing what at the time was a fairly desolate downtown Phoenix. Today, ASU is heralded as the gold standard for university-led economic development and a model for de-anchoring programs from main campus to create activity and vitality across communities. My guest on the Commons today has been intimately involved in these efforts from both sides of the table. Rick Namark served for 29 years with the city of Phoenix. A good portion of that is deputy city manager, leading the city's effort to develop the ASU downtown Phoenix campus and the Phoenix Biomedical Campus. After retiring from the city, he joined Arizona State University 2015 as Associate Vice President for Program Development Planning. Rick leads ASU's strategic initiative to expand the university's educational and research capacity across Arizona and beyond through physical campus development, program partnerships with government and community organizations. And few people have as solid a handle on the positive impact such efforts can have on a community as Rick. 
He is a prolific presence on numerous arts, empowerment, and community boards. He joins me today from his home in downtown Phoenix. Welcome to the Commons, Rick. Thank you, Tom. I'm happy to be here. Let's start with the Charter and how it provides a North Star for your development activities across the Sun Valley. Our Charter really guides what we do, and the basic tenets are that we Number one, we measure ourselves by whom we include as opposed to whom we exclude. So our admissions requirements are very different than a very exclusive university. And importantly, also how they succeed. We take responsibility for not simply washing people out if they can't make it, but helping them to succeed and achieve that degree. Secondly, we are very focused on advancing research and discovery that is of not just for itself, but is of public value. And thirdly, and it relates to the research and the education that we do, we assume in our charter, we're not just about education and research. We are about taking fundamental responsibilities for the economic, the social, the cultural, and the overall health of the communities that we serve. I'll just say we have four large campuses within the Metro Phoenix area, and then several other smaller centers of activity that are emerging. And then we're also in Washington, D.C., L.A., and international, as well as a huge online presence. Let's start with the Phoenix Biomedical Campus. I know you had a large role in the creation of it when you were with the city. Certainly, uh, Arizona State is stepping up in anchoring a new, the newest building on it. It continues to evolve as a cohesive innovation district. And, and let's talk a little bit about uh, what's happening on the campus, it, its history, and the role that it really plays in, as you said, research, discovery, scholarship, and student success. Well, actually, two things sort of simultaneously emerged in the idea of the city when I was there in the early 2000s. And they sort of happened about the same time, which is the development of the ASU downtown Phoenix campus and the desire to bring an allopathic medical school to Phoenix. We were really interested in bringing higher education to downtown writ large because we felt like it was a transformative aspect for a downtown like many in America that had languished since the 1970s when people moved out to suburbs. So we, you know, we brought employment in, and particularly we brought event uh, venues like a you know, bigger convention center and a sports teams and those kinds of things. But we felt that bringing higher education to our downtown uh, was a critical way to build a more diverse economy, a 24-7, you know, live, work, play downtown, which we, we really didn't have at the time. And then, uh, most importantly, the economic spinoff that comes from bringing those knowledge assets uh, downtown. People want to be near where universities are. We did two things. We helped to, to jumpstart and fund and set aside land for the ASU downtown Phoenix campus, which is now 2 million square feet and about 12,000 students. And at the same time, we invited the University of Arizona to expand their medical school to downtown Phoenix. They had a medical school and still do in Tucson, but Phoenix is really the largest economic engine in the state. And so bringing a medical school here was 
really important to us. Once we started to lay out that medical school, we said, you know, we don't just want it by itself. We want to figure out how we can create a bioscience and health driver of knowledge and of economic activity and jobs. We also located around the same time was the, the mapping of the human genome. And Je Dr. Jeffrey Trent came back home to Phoenix to launch the Translational Genomics Research Institute, or TGEN. And it is also located on the beginnings of that campus. I'll tell you a funny story. The city actually assembled uh, about 30 acres total for this campus. But it wasn't originally assembled for the purpose of creating a biomedical campus. Uh, many of the, the acres were assembled because the Arizona Cardinals were looking to build a stadium as a new team in Arizona. Phoenix wanted to compete for that football stadium downtown. So we assembled property for that purpose and got options on a bunch of property. And then ultimately everybody decided, the Cardinals, but I think it was a feeling was mutual, that it didn't make sense in this downtown location. And the city decided to exercise the options on those properties anyway. And it was really not even a year's time that we determined that the best use of this roughly 30 acres was to turn it into a biomedical campus, put the med school there and, and also in TGEN, and then have all this other land for additional growth, research, any clinical care that might need to happen there and also the economic and the private activities that might spin out of it. It's interesting you talk about the allopathic medicine, you talk about the University of Arizona bringing theirs. It's interesting that ASU is, I think, the largest university without a medical school. However, your capabilities in biotech areas such as biodesign are extensive. Yes, that, that is interesting. And you know, we seem to have had some really good progress in the area. So there are a couple of really important assets ASU has to bring to bear here. One is in the downtown area, we have our College of Health Solutions and our College of Nursing and Health Innovation are both headquartered in our downtown campus just a block from the biomedical campus. So they're really sort of part of that ecosystem. Those colleges have over 10,000 students in them doing work in nutrition, medical studies, nursing, et cetera, kinesiology. And so those students and the faculty and staff that are involved in that college, and some of them are online or in rotations all around, the Phoenix metro area, you know, they have a huge influence on research and activity in, in the medical and health field. A number of years ago, we established the Biodesign Institute at Arizona State University in, in our Tempe campus, which is our largest and original campus. And biodesign really mirrors biology and other disciplines, engineering, sustainability, geology, etc., and really takes the notion of problem solving and looking at how human beings and animals and others are built and trying to see the, the solutions that might come from nature in solving problems. So there's been some amazing, amazing discoveries that led to huge economic spin-offs out of biodesign. The other asset on the Tempe campus that really brings to bear in this is that we have one of the largest engineering schools 
And, you know, engineering is not just building roads and bridges. It's also designing new ways to administer drugs or to engineer medical devices or whatever. So there's a lot of creative design activity that's happening that uh, then turns into the improvement of scientific fields and ultimately economic activity. So we don't have a medical school, but when U of A first brought the medical school to Phoenix, it actually was a partnership with ASU, and ASU at the beginning was the sort of biomedical informatics driver of the U of A curriculum. We still have a lot of professors who are teaching in the medical school who are also ASU faculty members. It goes both ways, actually. It's a tremendous collaboration that goes on there. We also, of course, partner with Mayo now, and we've had a 15-, 16-year relationship with Mayo that was formalized just years ago in the Alliance for Health. And what we're doing there is also a tremendous partnership, bringing the resources of our university that I described and connecting them and leveraging them and vice versa uh, between Mayo and us with, you know, one of the number one deliverers of uh, top-notch health education, research, and clinical care. They now have a medical school here that we partner with them in the, in the development of curriculum and certificate programs. Their students are often in joint programs with us. And we have a, a small campus that we're building next to the Mayo facility as well. Let's talk just for a moment about the, the new building that's coming on the Phoenix Biomedical Campus. It's anchored by ASU, 850 North 5th Street. And I know that you're going to have some special departments in there that are probably magnetic and attractive to companies and, and researchers and corporate innovators, entrepreneurs who may be listening today. Can, can you describe those for me? Yes, uh, we're very excited to have ASU researchers anchor a building that also will be full of private or nonprofit institution research activity as well. We felt that it was very important that if you're going to attract companies and the economic spin-off that wants to be near research, that we make sure to invest ourselves in a research facility downtown focused on bioscience and health. So we plan, and we're, we're going to be taking about 50% of the building that you all have developed we plan to have some core research support activities there. We will have a what we call a translational research clinic that will focus on uh, nutrition. So our, our health solutions college and our nursing college will both be engaged and involved with that. And then this will be the first time that a significant element from the Biodesign Institute in Tempe will move to downtown Phoenix and grow in downtown Phoenix. So we have researchers working on uh, issues related to medical devices, related to neuro issues, et cetera. One other thing I want to point out is on the first floor of this building, we're going to be locating our Entrepreneurship and Innovation Center that is focused on health and bioscience. As you might know, ASU has been named, I think, five years in a row now as the most innovative university in the nation. And our focus on entrepreneurship and innovation is one of the reasons why we are very interested in the idea of taking new ideas and turning them into enterprise. 
and growing them and, and nurturing them. We have a great team of people who have done this at a number of other locations on our campuses. And so we want to do that here on the Phoenix Biomedical Campus in this building. And it's both students, faculty, and broader community. And it's, it's really a convening space for entrepreneurship support, co-working sometimes, you know, lectures, presentations, and the opportunity to create kind of, it's just going to be one of those sticky spaces that people want to come and hang out and talk about their ideas. And I know that's something that is uh, very valuable on these kinds of campuses in terms of creating that knowledge economy. If we think about these life sciences and biotechnology ecosystems, in many cases, 25% or more of those jobs don't require a four-year degree. Knowing where the Phoenix Biomedical Campus is in terms of its location right downtown and its adjacency to some neighborhoods, you think there are opportunities for the community and opportunities for the kinds of innovation that ASU is bringing downtown to also create economic mobility and opportunity for all communities. When I was talking about the location of these things in downtown Phoenix, I neglected to mention that access to this knowledge and education engine, both from the ASU campus and the Phoenix Biomedical Campus, was also a critical issue for the city. Believe it or not, if people don't have to drive 10 miles to access education, it makes it a lot easier for them. And so this location right in downtown with a real diversity of education and income and diverse population surrounding it is a great, great opportunity to lift everybody up and improve our economy. It's already doing that. I mean, so let me give you a couple of examples. Next door to this, campus, and really almost part of it, is a preparatory academy that ASU runs. It's a K-12 through educational institution, and it is one of the most successful, and it's a public charter, uh, educational institutions in the entire region, and it's taking in the, the vast majority of the kids, like I think it's 80 or 90 percent are on free and reduced lunch. They come from all over the place, but including heavily the surrounding neighborhoods. And they're all going to college, as an example. We also have on this campus another very successful public charter bioscience high school for kids who are interested in these kinds of jobs, whether they require a degree or not. And then I'm really excited that our partner, Center for Entrepreneurial Innovation, is going to bring in a training program for lab techs and that kind of thing, because the job, it's not all about MDs, Right. (laughs) That's a very small percentage of this. In fact, you know, you have a few hundred students in a medical school. We have 10,000 students in our two health colleges. But, but also there's all these other areas where there are jobs being involved in maintenance of a laboratory or you know, training to be a technician. So I think, I think there's real opportunity here. It's already begun to, to bear fruit. And obviously, this entrepreneurship and innovation center and, and the building itself is going to be a hotbed for people who are very interested in playing their part here. The health and bioscience industry is, is growing like crazy in Phoenix. So the opportunities are there for anybody at any level who wishes to partake and the ASU is there. So it sounds like if I'm a company and I'm looking at a place where I can come 
get the intellectual capital of a great research university, get the opportunity to workforce all the way down to the technician level. So I have the entire breadth of talent that I need to grow my business at a place where researchers, entrepreneurs, companies, the community are able to kind of mix multiple medical centers and medical programs all around. It seems like the biomedical campus is kind of becoming that very strong epicenter. Knowing that you're a downtown resident and a real denizen of the arts district, talk a little bit about what that environment's like, particularly along Roosevelt Row and some of the other neighborhoods. Well, I think City's idea to bring these knowledge assets downtown launched what is just an amazing acceleration in housing, in restaurants, and most importantly, in the arts and culture, which have been just really fantastic. Just a block, well, just really across the street from this building is is the Roosevelt Row Arts District, which you mentioned. And it, 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 it was pretty ragtag 10, 15 years ago. But, you know, now is a thriving art, uh, housing, restaurant district. They're now on... Any given weekend night, thousands of people, you know, walking up and down Roosevelt Row looking at galleries or artists out on the street playing music and painting. There are murals everywhere. There's lots of really cool shops and restaurants that have popped in in the last few years. And who wouldn't want to, you know, live and work in that kind of a, a vibrant environment? And of course, as a resident, I can walk to a lot of these places. So I, I do that. A true live, work, play, learn community. Well, there's no doubt that you have set the bar in really how an institution is large, yet quality impact across many, many dimensions. And we're excited by what we see in Phoenix. We're excited that ASU has a leadership position in really bringing together many of these required elements. They all coalesce around intellectual capital, around ideas, or around what are going to become the new products and services to improve the human condition. And we certainly thank ASU for everything that they're doing to make that possible. My guest today has been Rick Namark. He is the Associate Vice President for Program Development Planning at Arizona State University. To learn more about what ASU is doing, please visit www.asu.edu to learn more about the Phoenix Biomedical Campus, biomedicalphoenix.com, and to learn more about the Biodesign Institute, it's biodesign.asu.edu. I'm Tom Osha, and you've been listening to a special edition of The Commons at Bio. The Commons is a production of Wexford Science and Technology, LLC. Views and opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guest. To view additional material about today's episode, submit questions or story ideas, or learn more about Wexford Science and Technology, please visit www.wexfordscitech.com forward slash the commons. I'm your host, Tom Osha. Thanks for listening.